The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. And if I get drunk, well, I'll pass out on the floor now, baby. She won't bother me no more. And she said, it's okay, boy, because you know we'll be good friends. And I say, I think I'll have myself a beer. What's up, peeps, freaks, and geeks? Welcome back to this very special edition of the Hitting the Marks Pro Wrestling Podcast, powered by the Roar Network at thegorillaposition.com, presented by Hami Media, and in association with Last Word on ProWrestling.com. My name is Jargo. I'll be your host for the day, but let's welcome in our guests. Ladies and gentlemen, coming to us by way of the bar, our first guest is a former four-time Bruce City Wrestling Heavyweight Champion and his tag team partner, a three-time Chaotic Wrestling Champion, one of the hottest acts inside of Ring of Honor, and two men who will be facing off with Vinny Marcellia of the Kingdom and Silas Young this Friday night, live on Honor Club from fabulous Las Vegas, The Bouncers, The Beer City Bruiser, and Mr. Brian Malonis. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Thanks, Thanks. Thanks for having us. This should be interesting, as I haven't done a tag team interview before, so I'll, I'll try to toss to each one of you individually. Um, but before we get, uh, get too far here, I, I got one thing I got to do. <laughs> got to get that out. Got to get that one out of the way. Got to get that out of the way. Well, you better catch up. I got to catch up. You better catch up, man. That's, that's true. Yeah. That's true. All right, this should be yeah, fun. Yeah, you're with the bouncers now, man. You're at least six or seven behind. Oh, yeah. Well, man, I, I, I really got to get my bladder and, and my, my liver brought back up to speed because I quit drinking years ago. <laughs> but, you know, for you guys, I'll absolutely make an exception. Hey, all I know is I got a six-hour six-hour flight uh, coming up here to Vegas, so uh, you know, gonna be lots of drinks on that thing. Oh man, get lit on that <laughs> airplane! I would love to see somebody try to throw either one of you guys off of an airplane. I would pay nine hundred and ninety-nine yen a month to watch that. <laughs> That'd be fun to see. We behave when we drink, though. <laughs> I, I I certainly don't. That's why I quit drinking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, gentlemen, the first question we ask to all of our guests is When did you first discover this crazy world of professional wrestling? Who were some of your early uh, earliest influences? Bruiser, we'll, we'll go ahead, we'll start with you who, who, who absolutely caught your eye and you were like Man, I want to be a professional wrestler Oh man, when I was seven years old My, uh, my uncle, who is still a, a big wrestling fan today and, and loves that I'm in the professional wrestling business Uh took me to a fair here in Wisconsin and, uh, it was an AWA show that was going on and man, they had a, they had a lot of the guys back in the day. Um, but the main event what caught my attention. It was Bruiser Brody versus Stan Hansen. And, uh, they, they just started brawling all over the place. And I remember Brody coming right by me and my uncle. Now I'm seven. So to me, Brody was 11 feet tall and he was just covered in blood doing the hus. And I just looked at my uncle and said, this is amazing. And I was hooked from then on. And uh, I just tried to find as much Brody stuff as I could. And, of course, he didn't stay in one place too long. So that's how I got into, like, tape trading and stuff. That's how old I am. And I discovered uh, Bam Bam Gordy. Um, eventually, I found Mick Foley and uh, Scott Hall and, and just fell in love with professional wrestling. Fantastic. I, I'm in the uh, I'm in Cedar Rapids, Iowa. So I was in that AWA territory as well. I was a hell of a time okay. to be a pro wrestling fan. Yeah, it definitely was. I mean, um, coming from Milwaukee, my dad used to take me down to South Milwaukee, and we'd run into Crusher all the time. And as you can tell from my my style of wrestling and the way I look now, he has a huge influence on me. 
And uh, it was really cool to be a part of his uh, status unveiled a statue here in South Milwaukee. So if you're an AWA fan, you definitely know who the crusher was. Oh, absolutely. Mr. Malonis, how about yourself? I, I, I know you're not necessarily in the AWA territory, and I think you're a little bit younger than uh, myself. Um, <laughs> wh- who was on top when you first got into it? Who influenced you to get into this crazy business? Yeah, you know, it's funny. It's really a tale of two uh, parts growing up in two different parts of the country for me and Bruiser. Bruiser, a little, I think, I think a little bit older than me, but not, but close enough where we, we came up in the same era, really, for pro wrestling. For me, it was the 80s, but it was the WWF. Um, that was, that was, you know, that's, uh, I think, uh, as a result of growing up in, uh, in New Hampshire, and that's what we had, and that's what we saw. Uh, for, so for me, it was uh, Hulk Hogan all the way. I was a Hulkamaniac from, uh, from the word go. Um, you know, I, it's funny. I have a, uh, there's a, there's a picture somewhere floating around on the internet. It won't be too hard to find on my social media of me. And I'm probably like three or four years old and I got rocking the Hulkamania sweatshirt. Um, so it's that, it's that era of pro wrestling that I really fell in love with the eighties, the larger than life characters, Hulk Hogan, Randy Savage, Roddy Piper, Paul Orndorff, um, you know, Andre the giant, Ted DiBiase, like these are, um, you know, these are the guys who, who I really grew up with and just made me, that's what made me fall in love with, uh, with professional wrestling. And it's still to this day, what I hearken back to. And uh, I have a boy who's three and, um, I, I show him, you know, he really loves wrestling and, and he probably knows more, more eighties and nineties type stuff than he does current product, to be honest with you. <laughs> Nothing wrong. And, and I do have to I do have to attest uh, uh, Brawler's love for Hogan because he's got this sweet tank top um, that he got with Hogan, and he wears it almost <laughs> every show. And it, it's an amazing looking like it's just it's like a comic book Hulk Hogan with the muscles and the flag. And it's like, man, only you can find something like that. <laughs> <laughs> Bruiser, you've been with ROH since 2015, participating in the 2015 Top Prospect Tournament. Uh, soon after, you started a longstanding relationship in a tag team with Mr. Silas Young. And that's really where the story starts for this matchup that you gentlemen have coming up Friday at Death Before Dishonor against Silas Young and Vinny Marsalia. In fact, in April of 2017, yourself and Silas would defeat the kingdom at the time, being represented by Vinny and now ROH world champion Matt Taven. Tell us about your early days inside of ROH and those early days forging that relationship with Mr. Young. Well, Silas and I uh, started training around the same time. He was just trained about an hour north of me. Um, So coming up through the independence, it was always you know, Silas and I, Silas and I, and, and people would always wonder who was the better wrestler in the Midwest. And uh, when I got to Ring of Honor, you know, they, they threw us together, you know, like here's a guy who really doesn't like anybody. Here's a guy who loves to drink beer and doesn't care. Let's throw them together. They're both from Milwaukee. And uh, we just had in-ring chemistry. Um, we went into the feud with War Machine, and, and it just kind of took off. Um you know, once we wanted to do the six-man titles, that's where we found uh, Malonis and brought him into it because, hey, we're going to get another guy. We're going to go out to those six-man titles. But then I had more chemistry with Malonis than I did Silas, and Silas didn't like that. He kind of got a little jealous of it, and we parted ways. And, and you know, Malonis and I kind of just went the route of the bouncers. And uh, Vincent, being the, the mind game freak that he is, you know, um, when TK went down with injury, still wanted to mess with us. 
and and decide to go into the to the past of not only myself but you know brawler too he wanted to find something that would affect both of us and you know silas being the piece of human garbage he is you know jumped on it and now here you are friday coming up at death before dishonor you know it's a, a tag team match for the ages Mr. Malonis, you debuted with ROH also during the Top Prospect Tournament a couple years later in 2017, advancing to the semifinals where you would be uh, defeated by Josh Woods, who in a strange way is also connected to the story of this match. You came into ROH more regularly (laughs) in 2018 after finding success on the independent scene, especially in chaotic wrestling. Almost immediately, you joined up with the Bruiser and Mr. Young, as he said, there to go after the six-man titles. And this was really the birth of the Bouncers. Tell us about your early days in ROH, and what was it like shifting to a tag team after finding so much single success on the independent scene? Yes, I mean, my, my, you know, my, I think, I think our paths in Ring of Honor are uh, pretty similar. Me and Bruiser, and that we came into the Top Prospect tournament, and then from there, it's just try, trying to find something. So whenever uh, there was an opportunity, I just took whatever was was handed to me and, and uh, tried to make the most of it. And then the opportunity came up to uh, join up with Bruiser and Silas, and it, it was, you know, it was a no-brainer. Uh, I was really excited about it, and I, th- I thought we could have been something good, but I guess Silas Young had other ideas. Um, you know, and uh, yeah, I mean, it's strange. I mean, really, um, I had been a singles guy for the majority of my career, um, but and I think that's largely because you know that I hadn't done tag stuff. But it's it's very hard to find somebody that you that you really have good chemistry with. And um, for me and the Bruiser it was you know not, not only from a in the ring standpoint, which I, th- I think you know people forget we've probably only been teaming now a little under two years, um, but. Um, I mean, the chemistry with us, I mean, if you watch us wrestle, I, th- I think it looks like we've probably been teaming for, a, you know, two decades at this point because of uh, how well we just mesh together in the ring, how much we think alike. We know what the other's thinking before, uh, before the other can even, can even do it. Uh, and, and really outside the ring too. And I think that helps. I think, I think what's really helped us and what's really translated to us with the fans is uh, what you see is what you get. Um, you know, that's who we are. Uh, and that translates and the chemistry that we have and the friendship that we display on camera, uh, is just as strong, uh, when the camera's not rolling. Uh, I can honestly say that, you know, me and the bruiser, you know, he's, he's, uh, one of my best friends and, uh, we talk every day and, and, and I think, uh, us being like-minded and being such good friends, I think is really translated into the success that we're, that we're having now. Speaking of Josh Woods, what is currently the relationship between yourselves and McLovin? I, you guys, you guys seem like you're sharing a common interest these <laughs> days. And he was just as confused as anyone when the pairing of Marcellia and Silas showed up in Milwaukee. You know, I I got to you know, admit that when, yeah. when I saw Silas take Josh under his wing, you know, and then silas kind of came to our rescue i thought well maybe josh's good nature is rubbing off on silas instead of silas's dirty deeds rubbing off on josh you know and then in milwaukee we just turned out it was all a ruse you know um josh is young and naive you know he's he's only been wrestling a little bit and i mean good for him trying to learn the most he can from wherever he can but he's just he's gonna keep his head on a swivel when he's with a guy like silas yeah, I mean, to me, you know, you know, in in action is just uh, makes you just as guilty as uh, the guys who perform the action. So uh, Josh Woods stood by in Milwaukee and, and watched everything that went down and did nothing to stop it. Uh, so to me, he's just on the uh, is as much on the guilty list and uh, 
I'd say Josh Woods better better be real careful if he's going to be around us because uh, I'll take his head off just just like I'll take Vincent TK's or Silas's head off too. Better watch your ass, McLovin. Watch your ass. Uh, <laughs> Young walked out on you two gentlemen during a huge six-man tag team championship match that you were having against Cody and the Young Bucks, leaving you two to fend for yourselves inside of the tag team ranks. Bruiser, you had become very close with Mr. Young during his television championship reigns. Um, tell us a little bit about the split with Silas and the bouncers really solidifying yourselves inside of what, at the time at least, was a very top-heavy tag team division with teams like the Briscoes, the Young Bucks, SCU, the Kingdom. You guys really found your way inside of the tag team ranks. Uh, the split with Silas was, was uh, I wasn't expecting it. Um, I had literally helped him win the, the television title and keep it on many occasions. Um, and him just walking out on us, especially in a match with the, the Young Bucks and, and Cody, you know, that was shocking. And it kind of bugged me for months. But then Evan Malonis by my side, he kind of got me out of it and said, look, man, we have something special here. Um, we're in the best, because Ring of Honor's got the best tag team division in professional wrestling today. And I remember having a conversation with him where he says, man, look, we're in the best tag team division. We have the most to prove. Let's go out and prove it. And I took that to heart, and I think right now the bounces are on their way to when you talk about great tag team wrestling, you know, you'll mention the Briscoes, you'll you mentioned the box, but I think the bounces are going to be thrown in there too because we're solidifying ourselves as, uh, as one of the top tag teams in Ring of Honor. And I guarantee you we're going to go for the top spot in Ring of Honor tag team division. It seems inevitable, like like Thanos. It's just a matter of time until you guys have those beautiful belts to carry on one <laughs> shoulder and a keg on the other. Mr. Malonis. Yeah, not- and we've been. Oh, go we've ahead. Been having wars with the Bristol brothers, you know, we've we've wrestled them numerous times. One time in Lowell, we wrestled them for the uh, the tag team gold, and and we came up short. But afterwards, I remember uh, Mark and Jay looking both me and Malonis in the eye and saying, "You guys want a rematch? You got a rematch." So I think we proved something there. Absolutely. Mr. Malonis, you signed on full-time with ROH back in February of this year, just in time for the huge show at Madison Square Garden, where inside of the Honor Rumble, you had a bit of a run-in with Jushin Thunder Liger. What did it mean for you personally to square off with Liger inside of that atmosphere on what is now being dubbed his retirement tour? Yeah, I mean, so it's, um, you know, think back about it, and it almost feels like it's like some sort of like wild dream because, um you know, Malone is going toe to toe with Liger in Madison Square Garden is is a real statement in 2019 pro wrestling, which I just think is like the you know the most bizarre <laughs> bizarre thing of all time. Like never in a million years that I uh, that I ever think I'd uh, you know even in my in my wildest dreams I never thought I'd be in the ring with Jushin Thunder Liger. So it's uh, um, it's it's incredible. It's um, you know indescribable experience, especially with him being so near. Uh, to the end, so to, to kind of be on that retirement tour and having been able to done, do that and with all eyes on us, I mean, 20,000 you know, sets of eyes on us. Um, and oh, by the way, you know, five minutes before that, I went and exchanged strikes with Minoru Suzuki. So, um, I mean, life is wild, man. You know, some of this stuff you can't even dream up that, that happens in 2019. So uh, I'm just eternally grateful for it. Um, and, uh, you know, I know, and honestly, I, I owe a lot of it to the to the to the man on the other end of this line here, the Bruiser, because uh, you know I, I wouldn't be where I am in Ring of Honor if it, if it weren't for him, and I wouldn't have had that opportunity if it weren't for him. So 
uh, I, I guess, you know, to describe it in a word, it's just, it's just grateful. Look on the bright side. At least it wasn't Kishenliger. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I mean, that's like the most terrifying thing happening in professional wrestling right now. There's a reason it's only happened three times in 30 years, you know? <laughs> I know, right? It makes it spe- imagine that when you don't, um, uh, when you, when you, li- when you leave something be special, it actually stays special, huh? Yeah, but we, we both know when you sit down to watch King of Pro Wrestling, you're going to be like, yeah, I punched both of those guys in the face in Madison Square Garden. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, that'll be, but I mean, that's the type of stuff, um, you know, someday when I'm old and gray and got the grandkids sitting around, like, I mean, that's literally the story you tell, right? Yeah, you know, hey, your grandpa was in the middle of uh, 20,000 uh, people and uh, wrestling a, a, a Japanese legend. You know, like, I mean, that's the type of stuff you tell your grandkids about. Well, let's jump into why we're really here today, gentlemen. Let, let's start with Global Wars. Bruiser, this was in your hometown. I know that you gentlemen were incredibly excited going into this event, as myself and Mr. Malonis have been friends on Facebook for a while. It, 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 you get hometown beer, even. And then alongside of, of, of Mr. Woods, inside of the ring, as it seemed as all you gentlemen had buried the hatchet, pun not intended, out of nowhere, those red damn balloons. Bruiser... Tell us a little bit about that fateful night in Milwaukee. And we're in the hometown and we're at one of the bigger casinos here. And, you know, uh, my family was there and we were going to, you know, wrestle our match and then go out afterwards and have a couple beers, eat some bratwurst and cheese curds. Like we we're just going to have a, a giant party. But instead what turned up was Vincent decided to play those mind games. Silas showed us two true colors and I ended up getting a tooth ripped out of my head. And, uh, me, the wife and, and brawler ended up spending a night in the ER trying to get my face fixed, you know, and then went from there going to Monday morning, going to an emergency dental to, to get it all fixed up. And, you know, instead of being a, a celebration, you know, it ended up just being a, a night of hell. And, and to say I'm angry is, is a, you know, can't even say how angry I am. I'm, I'm severely pissed off and, and, this Friday, I'm definitely going to be out for blood, you know, um, as I'm sure brawler is too. Cause I know he's got my back. He had, uh, he had to sit there and watch as, you know, cause they zip tied him to the ropes while they were, you know, pummeling me. And, and here you got, you know, brawler's one of the biggest guys in the company and, you know, they incapacitated him by zip tying him to the ropes, you know, like they couldn't even fight us man to man, you know? And, uh, Friday, they got to get in the ring with us man-to-man in our type of match when it's a barroom brawl, which no disqualification. And, and you know, uh, I, I've heard Malona say it numerous times. We have the demeanor of... Uh-oh, did we just lose uh, Bruiser? Oh, I'm not sure. I'm... Sounds like we might have. Uh-oh. Welcome to Intermission. <laughs> Bruiser, are you there? Yeah, I'm still here. Oh, we, we, we thought we lost you there for a second. You t- t- completely cut out on us. Oh, I'm sorry. No, I'm still here. Okay, no worries. No worries. Uh, Mr. Malonis, it, it's not like this is your first go around with Vinny and the Kingdom either. You guys have been at one another's throats for what seems like going on months now. But one thing that we don't know is the relationship between Silas Young and Vincent. Yeah, you know, I think I think uh, you know, Vincent's an opportunist, and I think you know, you know, he knows the Silas's history with us. 
And Silas Young is never going to take uh, or pass up an opportunity to to stick it to us in any way that he can. Uh, you know, I look at uh, I look at Silas, and he's a guy who, um, you know, since he left us, and and uh, you know, he lost the television title, um, and, and you know, now he's latching on to Josh Woods, and he sees the success we're having, and um, you know, so uh, you know, I feel like there's probably some envy there with Silas, and um, you know, he's gonna do whatever he can, but you know, Vincent's a sick guy, and. Uh, you know, TK Ryan, TK Ryan's not going to be there. Then he's going to find somebody who's just as uh, dastardly as as he is. And and just like the Bruiser man, we're out for blood. Uh, you know, don't mistake our smiles. Don't mistake our good nature. Uh, don't mistake our love of a good time uh, for for weakness or anything like it. Um, you know, we are two of the toughest guys you're ever going to find walking this uh, this earth, and and we're coming to fight. Uh, and you know, damn right, win or lose, uh, we're gonna we're gonna drink beers and win or lose. Uh, there's going to be a lot of blood spilled, and it ain't going to be ours. That brings us to Friday, Death Before Dishonor in fabulous Las Vegas, the Bouncers versus Silas Young and Vinny Marsalia in a barroom brawl. You know, I've been in a couple of barroom brawls myself over the course of the years. Thankfully, none of them against gentlemen the size of yourselves. Bruiser, I'm sure that you have some very bad intentions for the Douchebag Alliance. (laughs) <laughs> I have uh, <laughs> severe bad intentions. Uh, Brawler and I have been talking nonstop about the stuff that we want to do to these guys, and and it's it's not pleasant. Um, I've been watching a lot of horror movies, trying to get ideas, uh, trying to get inside Vincent's head to to see you know kind of like what he's thinking. And uh, you know, like I said, this is our match. It's a barroom brawl. Um, you know, like. You said yourself, you've been in a bar fight, you know, um, bar fights are not fun. There's a reason that, you know, people don't get into them all the time. And, and what's funny is, uh, we're the bouncers of the ring of honor bar. We're the guys starting the fight. Yeah. One thing I was always smart enough to avoid doing was getting into a fight with the bouncers because that never ends up working out well (laughs) for you, regardless if it's you two gentlemen or any of the other gentlemen at any other bar throughout the country. And, And we're, you got to think too, we're fueled by revenge, you know, um, like, like Brawler just said, you know, we might have good smile, well, semi good smiles and be the fun loving guys, but you know, revenge is a, is a powerful motivator. You know, um, you always hear about revenge is what drove people to do stuff. And, and that's what we're out for. We're out for revenge and we're going to get it. So what do you drink going into a barroom brawl? Like, do, do, do you go for anything a little bit heavier than, you know, the traditional beer? Um, yeah, we, you know, we're always going to be drinking beer, but I know there's going to be a couple shots of something going on, some whiskey. You know, we got to numb the pain before we get there. I mean, we already informed the ER in Vegas that they're going to need a room for four of us. <laughs> so we're all going to end up there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, you know, we're going to have some whiskey. We're going to have some beer and, uh, Basically, whatever Brawler and I got to do to get the job done. It's Death Before Dishonor this Friday from fabulous Sam's Town in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada, streaming live on Honor Club, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 6 p.m. Pacific. Gentlemen, I'd like to thank you very much for joining us today. Mr. Malonis, tell the peeps, the freaks, and the geeks how to follow yourself on social media. Yeah, on uh, so on Twitter, you can find me at Brian Malonis on uh, Instagram, uh, at Brian Malonis, ROH. Uh, and I also uh, host a podcast myself. So you can find, uh, find that at the WPAN.com and find me on across all social media platforms, 
the WS, the WPA, and Wrestling Podcast about nothing. And find me on Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh, made it real simple. BrianMalonis.com. Got some great T-shirts up there, including a pretty sweet uh, Bouncers Beer, Beer, Beer T-shirt. A wrestling show about nothing. So what, you guys cover Monday Night Raw? <laughs> Ouch. <laughs> I, 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 I probably should probably edit that part out, huh? Uh, Bruiser, how do the peeps, the freaks, and the geeks follow you across social media? Uh, on Twitter, I'm at BCB Winchester. On Instagram, I'm at Beer City Bruiser. Uh, on Facebook, I'm the Beer City Bruiser. And I also, too, have a pro wrestling tea store, which is prowrestlingtees.com slash Beer City Bruiser. And if you go to ROHWrestling.com and you click on the shop, then you can pick up some bouncer T-shirts. Uh, there's uh, some koozies there with uh, Beer City Brew. And uh, go and, and deck yourself out in some of the coolest threads, whether you go to Malonis's Pro Wrestling T-Store, my store, or go to the uh, ROH shop. Of course, you can find me across all social media platforms at NotJargo. Follow the brand at HTMPWPod. Chances are I'll be live tweeting Death Before Dishonor. Gentlemen, best of luck in Las Vegas. Go out there and just beat the ever-loving crap out of those guys. <laughs> we will. <laughs> That's the plan. Bouncers. You two may call this a barroom brawl, man. Vinnie Marcellia, look at this, finally some security out there. Silas Young, you set us up. You set us up, you piece of human garbage. Fans are saying it is weird. Red balloon. And Vinnie Marcellia, Vincent! Welcome to Ring of Horror, man.